virtual yeah this is our first virtual of 2024 but it's also the first one we've done virtually maybe on riverside at all i'm not i think we might have done one before i think and as Hmm. i hesitate i look outside i know you guys are all dealing with a polar vortex i literally have a hurricane coming down right now really i mean it's oh it's crazy it's it's raining sideways but we should be good yeah, you speaking know. of, I think, what is it here in Texas? Well, Jimmy, you go first. I'm going to look mine up. Uh, I know it's cold mine, here. Mine, this morning when I woke up, was 13 degrees. 13. Uh, right it's like now, my freezer. It's a North balmy, Alabama. Yeah, it's a balmy 24 degrees right now. feels like 15. And this is the hottest day we've had in, uh, in a week, it feels like. And you know what's great is the natural gas is still pumping, Jimmy. That's right. We're doing what we do best. Thank goodness. Yeah. Keeping people warm. Even here in uh, in uh, Florida recently, we had some temperatures that dipped down into the 50s, and people were running their, their natural gas heaters with you, pride and pleasure. I won't tell you it's today 82 here. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you You know what that. happens. You know what happens when it gets that cold in Florida, don't you, Jimmy? Either one of y'all. Do y'all know what happens, don't you? Tell them. Tell them. Iguanas fall out of the trees. Oh, yes. I've heard that. And you run around and pick them up? No. I had a friend, though, that told me that years back, uh, he got one, picked it up, threw it in his trunk, thought it was dead, was just going to get rid of it, woke back up, thawed out, and was like tearing in the back of his trunk. So, no, you don't want to. No, you do not want to pick up iguanas when they fall from the trees. They will naturally... Come back. I do have a new food truck idea, though. Just certain <laughs> times of the year in Florida. Uh, yeah. For for those that don't know you, Jim Green, Mr. Jimmy Green, uh, there might be some folks out of there that maybe don't live in Alabama that have never heard of you, sir. But I got the pleasure of meeting you this past year, I think at APGA first. That's right. And then again in Alabama later in the year. Do us a favor and introduce yourself if you don't mind. Yes, sir. I'm Jim Green. I'm uh, the current general manager of the Scottsboro Water, Sewer, and Gas Board. I am the acting president, uh, current president of the Alabama Natural Gas Association. I've been with uh, Scottsboro about 31 years. I've been in the business about 31 years. So that's pretty much me and my dad. Yeah, you got a little bit of history to you. You know, one thing that James and I love to do and uh, uh, is hear about origin stories. And real briefly, like mine, began with my great-grandfather, Red Shower, in the oil patch in Oklahoma in the 1920s. And from there on, we're now five generations in. Jim, do you have a little bit of an origin story about yourself? I mean, 31 years, you got to have something in there that's going to kind of be uh, interesting. It's actually longer than 31 years. I actually... Uh, my, my dad was on the board of directors for the utility company. And my grandfather was a public service inspector, public service commission inspector for the state of Alabama. So it came to me kind of early. Uh, I would go to the Alabama natural gas association meetings 
at about seven. And then uh, my grandfather took me on the road when I was about 13. I learned how to fuse pipe together when I was about 13 years old. And from then on, it was just in my blood. And uh, I've been doing it, like I said, for 31 years. Couldn't think of doing anything different. Wouldn't do anything different. Love it. Enjoy it. Hope hope to pass it along to somebody that, that enjoys it as much as I do. And, uh, you know, pass this heritage along. What That's a, a great story. It is a great story. And I yeah. know when we were in Alabama in December at the ANGA slash, you know, Alabama PSC event, you spoke about uh, the heritage of this industry and just how important it was to Alabama and, and to you personally and for so many people in that room. And I know, as you mentioned when we came on about uh, being the president, this coming year's president of ANGA, and that's got to be uh, something special for you. You're talking about heritage and your lineage there. Uh, but how does that weave into your vision and that bigger message uh, for anger this year? Well, so to back up just a little bit, you got to remember when I first saw anger, I was a little blonde-headed, blue-eyed <laughs> young man uh, who had dreams and ambitions of someday doing exactly what I'm doing, and that's become the president of the Alabama Natural Gas Association, which is a great honor to me. Uh, it's been a great privilege uh, to work with guys such as yourself all over the state, all over the country. Um, we've, we've had some great relationships, and so it, it's been a real honor. Uh, how, how does that weave into my heritage? I, I, I just, when I was looking for a theme for the year, I, all I could think about is I've been doing this for so long, and I've seen it grow in so many positive ways and want to see it grow, continue to grow in a positive way. This industry has been so good. And I think it gets a bad light from some of our kids uh, who don't really understand it. And so I'm hoping to take that heritage weave and weave it not only into the organization itself, but back into the kids of Alabama. We actually have some literature that we're working on right now to put in the schools of Alabama so that they kind of know what our, we're not the big bad boogeyman. We're, yeah. we're actually today, we're what oh. keeps you warm in your house today in 13 degree weather in Alabama. Amen. We're what keeps you nice and toasty. We're what, what does jobs in Alabama? Uh, we couldn't, we couldn't do it in Alabama without natural gas and the people of this organization and their lineage and their heritage and the things they've done in the past and the things they'll do in the future. But it all meshes together, and, and it's a great group of people. Uh, I believe I told the story down there uh, in, in Montgomery about my grandfather told me, he said, this is before cell phones now. you got to yeah. remember that, cell phones and Internet and all that. He said, if you ever get in trouble anywhere in Alabama, go to the nearest gas company, Tell them what, who you are, what your what your granddad does, and what you need, and I guarantee you those people will help you out. It is true. It's true today. I, I think if I went in even your part of the world and told them what I did, Amen. that they'd say, "Come on in. How can I help you?" It's a great, great business to be in. I can't imagine being in any other business. And I know there's good ones out there. I know, I know they they've all got their perks and all that. But 
I just can't imagine being in anything but the natural gas industry in a business that takes care of its own people. Absolutely. And I would, and I agree with you too. And I, and I, James, you and I talk about this a lot and you actually lived it this last week uh, on a personal time when you noticed that a pipeline marker was down and you could have easily, just like any of us driven by it and not even said anything, but James stopped, went back, found out who the marker belonged to, gave him a call. And all of a sudden he had a storm of people saying, thank you. Thank you for letting us know. Uh, we owe you one, you know, we're going to get out there and replace it. We want safety first. Again, yeah. it's just kind of a little side note example. that's still happening today, but I do it's want to know. Industry. How many, yeah. How many, how many times did you have to go to a gas company in Alabama when you're growing up and knock on the door and say, <laughs> Hey, I could use a hand. Come on. Well, I don't Be want honest. to tell all the stories. Now, you know, I'd like to have a podcast like y'all and tell stories, but they might, they might, uh, I'm, some of those might get me in trouble. I'll say there's some great <laughs> guys in Alabama what. that keep great secrets when a young man needs some help. How about that? Hey, man, I like that. <laughs> Fair Jim, enough. Jimmy, I did want to ask you a question, and it, it ties in well because, well, there's it's a two-parter. One is one of the stories you told us when we were there. And I, and I believe it was your grandfather, but you said you would drive around with them and, or maybe it was your dad. And you said, uh, when, uh, if y'all got done early, you could go fishing. Is there validity to that? There is absolutely that... is. He's, mm. so we would, it's, his times are different. You know, uh, you can't do the things that we do, you know, we used to do in the past, but, but part of the, the, the summer is I would get in the car with him and he would go from city to city inspecting them. And he, he would tell me, he said, son, if you go, if you, if you'll be good during this inspection, we'll go fishing in the afternoon. Amen. So we'd get done with our inspecting and we'd go sometimes with people in that community that he'd learned over the years of being in that community. We'd go fishing with them or we'd go fishing with just, just whoever. But it was, it was a great time as a, as a young man growing up to be able to go and, and see people all over the state. And I still have friends. Of course, some of them are getting older now, and some, you know, some of them are moving on to the great uh, uh, man in the sky. But, but um, it's been a real pleasure over the years uh, meeting and enjoying their company, and I Absolutely. and I have lifelong friends because of. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, not not all of us got to sit in the floorboard uh, allegedly. Uh, of our of our uh, family member's car and get indoctrinated into the the industry the way you did, but there is a there is a lot of people we are trying to reach and talk to that are from newer generations or maybe you know have different views or have not even witnessed or been a part of our industry in any way. And my question to you, Jim, and I, I guess it's it's I don't want to say it's a challenge, but it is a challenge for our industry right now is how does heritage relate to them and how can they feel like they're seen in that message as well? That's a good, that's a great question, James. And I've got some really young people that work with me here, here locally. And I've worked with across the state that have some of the, the grandest ideas to move forward in this industry that I have ever seen. It's not us old guys that come up with the great <laughs> ideas or the technology to make these things work. I'm sitting here watching monitors and stuff today because of some of these younger generation that have the ideas that we need to use and make work because they they are very smart. 
Very, very smart. Smarter than I ever was. Now, there's a difference. Okay, I'm I'm not going to sit here and say that, that that I agree with all of the young generation, sure. but they are very smart. They have some great ideas, and I think from a heritage standpoint, they are trying to make their own heritage in this system. And I and I hope I hope that as an organization, I hope as my own organization, we give them the opportunity to dream and think and put things together because I believe through the years I've been able to be able to dream and think and put my own mark on this great industry that we work in. And I hope I can pass that on to somebody else where they can do the same thing. They can dream and put their ideas into this organization, into this industry and come up with things that are, are truly innovative uh, and, and wonderful for for our business, for our industry, for safety, for compliance, all kinds. I've got compliance people, one of which sitting across the hall over here. She's she's new into the industry, but I'll tell you, she's done one of the best jobs, very young, very smart, and does fantastic work in 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 our industry. And so I hey, I'm Love proud it. of these young people. I'm proud you know, of what they're doing. Yeah, and James and I talk about this. We, we actually give a keynote address on something very similar mm-hmm. about the generations and the new generations coming in. And James and I are passionate about you know mentorship. And as I like to say, all the mistakes I made, I want the next generation not to make those. So I need to help share Amen. what I learned over the years. But at the same time, also learning from them. They have a lot to, you know, like you were commenting, Jimmy, commenting it, it, they there's so much that we can learn from them and if we marry that experience with this new technology and thought process some great things can and will occur it's it's an exciting time for us i would just well, that, say that, being from the younger generation myself jim cool. jimmy's um i can just say i i appreciate all of <laughs> just kidding Sorry, I'm old. did you say I'm younger old. generation it, it mixes <laughs> in a little bit more you know i don't know <laughs> Mine don't mix in too much anymore. Mine's <laughs> just turned all white and loose. It's turned loose as well. Yeah, so I ain't gonna, that's all I, I can keep say the head on. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah, it's it's knowledge. Each one of those is knowledge sharing. I could tell you a story. That I've had since I've been 18. That was actually frostbite when oh. I was 14 years old. So that's always been uh, white right there. But the rest of it is coming with, ready for this? Seasoned experience. That's so, right. Salt That's and right. Pepper. Salt I like and pepper. seasoned experience. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Jim, we have a surprise. Well, we hoped it'd be a, a different kind of surprise, but but we uh, we did the next best thing. So we were talking about this episode with with our wonderful boss, Mister Jeff Isabel, and uh, he said, "Oh, you're going to get on there with Jimmy." You know, I, I've got some things I want to ask him. So. You know, you you talked about the the uh, level of confidence you had and everybody keeping your secrets. Well, Jeff Jeff reached out. No, I'm just kidding. But he did he did send us a question. He did want to be here. He was booked, but uh, he did send us a question. I think Jim's Jim's going to ask it. Yeah, I'd be my pleasure. And I'm actually going to read it verbatim just because it's in in the Jeffism speak. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's great. So. Jimmy, reflecting on the impact of both personal achievements and personal relationships that you've built and nurtured throughout your life, 
what will matter most to you in the long run as it relates to the legacy you want to leave behind? Well, Jeff is a perfect example of that. Jeff and I had melanoma at the same time. I don't know if he wants me to tell that or not. I'm going to tell it anyway. Good. And we had, we had cancer at the same time and his support and hopefully my support to him is a legacy uh, throughout, throughout this organization. I, I find it to be wonderful to be able to reach out to people in this organization and outside these walls uh, and and I hope when I'm done with this this organization and retire and move on to a different direction, I hope that they say Jim was one of those people. If you reached out to him and asked him for something or asked him to help you or just asked him for anything, he always tried to help you or tried to work for it or told you a direction you go go in to help you out. I hope I can leave that kind of legacy. I hope I've been that kind of person to several people in this industry. Uh, That's how it was given to me. I hope I pass it along in the same manner that it was given to me. Mike Trapp. Mike Trapp is right. And James, you know, we had talked about doing another final question. And actually, Jimmy just answered the question that we wanted (laughs) to answer for him. As in, you know, legacy and what do you want to leave behind? And, you know, what do you want to leave behind for the natural gas industry? And you actually answered it beautifully. Uh, kudos, sir. Kudos. Absolutely. Uh, well, Jimmy, you're a, you're a fine example of this industry. I I do appreciate the work you do in Alabama. I spent I get the privilege of spending some time there throughout the year, and everybody's the salt of the earth. But you're a great yes. example of that, uh, and especially your team. I, I know that uh, I had to go look it up. I knew it was a long time, but. I called uh, on Stephanie Hubbard, and she said they've been a client for 17 and a half years over at Scottsboro. So we appreciate that as well. That 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 says a lot about our relationship. That Absolutely. you know, I don't have a lot of 17 and a half year old friendships, uh, and that probably says something about me. Uh, but seriously, it, it's a pleasure to do business together and and work with your team. It, it's been a great relationship. Uh, we all have worked with us over the years. As changes come in this in this industry, uh, OQT, whatever, y'all have been y'all been right on top of it. Y'all have helped us along the way get through some bumpy roads, changes and rules, and those kind of things. Jeff has been very instrumental in those things as well. Uh, I can't say anything but positives uh, for y'all and your company. Uh, I enjoy this. Uh, this yeah. is a techno thing. I, I am a little bit of a, even though I'm gray, I'm a little bit of a techno geek, and I, I love I it. love these technology things that y'all do. Um, I think it it helps get that younger generation to see what we do. They can click on a video. I'm a YouTuber at night. I love to watch YouTube videos. We won't and so, tell anybody. We so won't tell if anybody, you Jimmy. if you get these things out, I think it helps kind of get get our industry meshed a little more and so you know I, I really appreciate you guys i appreciate the work that y'all do uh it's always always fun to be around y'all uh sometimes i'm a little camera shy but you know for the most part oh, i enjoy you I and jimmy and <laughs> yeah me too. i'm camera shy also <laughs> y'all are something else so listen jim we appreciate you appreciate the work me you're too. doing over in anga as well 
uh, yes, keeping absolutely. us safe. And I know everybody in Alabama appreciates you this morning when they woke up toasty. That's right. That's right. Doing Thanks, what everybody. we do best. Uh, any last words before we sign off, Jimmy? Any any words of recommendation, words to leave folks with? No, just Keep get up and burning. enjoy every day. Amen. Every day is a blessing, and you ought to enjoy every day. And if you're not doing that, then you're not you're not doing what you should be doing. Uh, you get blessed to get up, just enjoy it. Talk to somebody, enjoy a friendship, enjoy a relationship, have some positive of the day. Listen to a and, podcast. And, and with that, uh, there's no better way to end this episode of Coffee with Jim and James and those words of advice. Kudos, sir. Kudos. 